What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me here for this Thursday edition of Fantasy MLB Today. We're a sports ethos presentation, of course, and I'm your host, Joe Orico. You can find me on Twitter at JoeOrico99 and also at EthosFantasyBB. We're still posting daily content over there, our pickups of the day. These podcasts, of course, we have a ton of other content that comes at you weekly. Our weather report, two-start pitchers, relief pitcher, look at, look ahead for the week. Uh, we have a ton of different content uh, over there at sportsethos.com. And it is, of course, shared out at Ethos Fantasy BB. So one way or another, make sure you guys are checking out all the great content over there. Today, we are going to do what we have been doing over these last few Thursdays. Look at some of my favorite players to be adding right now. We are going to talk about probably five or six of these guys, depending on how many we're going to get to. Uh, we're not going to go terribly, terribly long today, but we have these guys that I am very interested in right now. We're going to start off with Elohuris Montero uh, for the Colorado Rockies. You're getting first and third base eligibility. We'll start off with that, which is obviously very nice when you have a couple of different positions. Third base sometimes is a little bit tricky. First base, they're not the deepest of positions. You never know uh, what you're looking at this time of year, and it doesn't even matter really specifically there, even if it's a utility kind of add. Montero has been excellent now for a good while. Uh, If you're looking back over his last 64 at-bats, we're talking about 25 hits, a couple of home runs in that time frame, which have come over the last couple weeks, but he's adding in the counting stats, 14 runs, 11 RBIs. It's a 391 clip over the last month's worth of at-bats. If you're just looking at the last week, he's 10 for his last 20, and he's going into a weekend series here uh, against San Francisco at home. So we're going to have a four-game set that is at home starting today. So you're definitely going to want to take a look at him if he is available, and he likely is. He's only on 6% of rosters right now. If we're talking about Yahoo Leagues. He's gone up 4% from last week. He was only on 2% of rosters. He's been an afterthought. No one's really cared so much about him. And granted, there was not really much of a reason to for a lot of the year, but while he is on a run, a home series uh, against a team like San Francisco that doesn't have the deepest pitching staff, I'm I'm pretty comfortable to use him there. At the very least, uh, in a utility role, or even if you need to, as a first base or a third base fill-in, <clears throat> excuse me, depending uh, on your situation right now, because you definitely could be in one of those spots right now. Mike Yastrzemski, on the other end of that series, he's also going to be in Colorado this weekend, and he's looked pretty good himself over the last couple of weeks. 14 for his last 34 with three home runs. That's a 4-12 clip. 10 for his last 18 as well, if you just look back over the last week. He has been seeing the ball very well, hitting it well, and he's been leading off over the last week or so. He has been leading off for Colorado, or excuse me, for Colorado, for San Francisco, and now going into Colorado. (coughs) Excuse me. He is somebody that you can look at as the short-term ad here, and that's kind of the point of the season where we are. You know, rest of season just really means two weeks for some of you guys in your head-to-head leagues. There's a week and a half left for a lot of you. Uh, my home league, which is the main head-to-head league that I play in, it ends at the end of next week. So we're really just talking about short-term value right now. A guy like Yastrzemski on a bit of a heater going into Colorado definitely is another guy that I would be taking a look at. Only 20% rostered right now. He might be able to give you two home runs. He's probably going to be able to give you a couple of runs scored on top of that as well, being in the leadoff spot of the lineup. I, I like him a lot as a play for this weekend at the very least. Tommy Pham. Tommy Pham has done very well recently. Playing today, during the day, as I'm recording this, he's one for one so far today. If you look back over the last month, he is a top 40 player. He's 31 for his last 112, which is a 277 clip, which is not crazy in and of itself, but that's come with five homers, six stolen bases, 18 runs, and 20 RBIs. 
He's at 20 stolen bases for the year. There's a decent chance over the next couple of weeks he gets to 20 home runs as well. It'd be kind of crazy to see. But Tommy Pham has been excellent. If you just look at this week, he's a top five player. Last two weeks, a top 25 player. However you want to break it down, he's on a heater. He's batting third in the middle of that lineup. There's a lot of talent around him there with Marte, with Carroll, with Walker. There's a lot to, be, to really like there uh, for a Tommy Pham pickup. And he's still on a lot of waiver wires, 42% rostered for Tommy Pham. I know he's not the most liked guy in the world. He's not the most exciting player to roster, but he gets it done. We have seen the speed. We know that there's power. It's in, He's in a good position lineup-wise. I really don't know why he is still so available. He has been hot for a long time. I can maybe understand it in your, your very shallow leagues if you're going to talk about 8- and 10-team leagues. My 10-team home league, he is not rostered, and I'm just looking at it. Some teams can pick him up. Like, it's not my team. My outfield is set. I have Nick Castellanos, I have Corbin Carroll, and I have Michael Harris. And then my utility slots are are set as well. You can't tell me that he wouldn't help somebody, though. Like, I, it's, it's very hard for me uh, to believe that there's not somebody who would be helped out by an outfield or a utility pickup of Tommy Pham pretty much wherever you're talking about. Maybe not in the shallowest of leagues, like those eight-team leagues, but in a 10-team league, like I say, he's not an ad for me, but there's somebody in this league who should be adding him. And I honestly probably should just add him myself, even though I don't really need to, uh, just the way he has been performing. So it is a daily changes league, uh, and I might want to play a matchup game, but that's kind of besides the point here. Somebody should be adding him in your league. He should be on more rosters in a lot of leagues. Edward Oliveira as well. This guy has been on one for the last while. He's got four home runs over the last two weeks. He's batting 419 in that time frame as well, batting in the middle of the Royals lineup. It's not a crazy lineup by any stretch of the imagination. But, you know, while he is performing, this kind of goes back. There's no, there's nothing really crazy deep analytical to it at this point of the season because we're just talking about such a small sample size. There's certain things that should happen. You know, you look at a guy's ERA for this season – and it's a lot lower than the expected stats or a lot higher. You look at the guy's batting average, it's a lot higher, lower BABIP. Certain factors like that, and you say, well, it should come down. It should go up. It should come down. It should go up. There's a lot of those players at this point of the year, pretty much all of them, uh, where that's just not going to happen. You know, there are guys who just have those seasons where they run very low uh, ERAs and very high pitching indicators. There are guys who run very high BABIPs and then have very poor batting averages. It, it does happen. Uh, so at this point of the year, you kind of throw away that kind of analysis, which is a lot of the time what I'm looking at here. Yes, his ERA is six, but his FIP is four. Therefore, he's, you know, and it goes deeper than that, but that's you know, a root of looking at a lot of these pickups is they're sitting on the waiver wires because people have discarded them and their, you know, their actual stats are not looking good. But under the hood, they're looking pretty good. Under the hood at this point of the year is not that important to me anymore which I know it, it, it sounds kind of stupid. It sounds against analytics. I'm not trying to sound like that. I'm just saying at this point of the year, the sample is so small that anything can really happen over a couple of weeks, and you have to kind of just look at these guys who are on hot stretches, who are going to have good ballparks and good matchups, and look at that as opposed to saying, well, you know, the underlying data says this guy should be getting more hits, more home runs, whatever the case may be. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is a great example as a Blue Jays fan. He should be a lot better than he is. You know, he hits the ball very hard and blah, blah, blah. 
well, he's not going to be better this year. It's not going to happen. Down the stretch in his career, obviously, I think he will be better than this. He's still a child, essentially. He's 24. Uh, he's, I believe, the youngest player on the Blue Jays roster. So, like, yes, he will get better. But as for this year, you know, he should get better. But he's not He's not getting better this year. There's a couple weeks left. He is what he is for this season. That's pretty much the case for everybody. You see these little hot stretches. And, yes, if Vladdy, for the next four games, hits a home run in each one of them, and it gets kind of hot, then you can say, well, okay, he's he's turning a corner. For a lot of those guys, though, you're not going to see that. They are who they are. You get these little random hot stretches from players like your Oliveras's, like your fams, like whoever, Montero's, it doesn't matter, and that's who you have to kind of pounce on, not these guys that have been these underperformers or overperformers, whatever, however you want to look at it. Uh, that's just kind of my little rant there in the middle because that is something – uh, that I think is very important this time of year. You can't just be digging into the advanced data. You kind of just have to look at the basics. Is this guy doing it right now? Is he getting on base right now? Because those stretches for these random players can be legit. You're not always going to look at it as being long-term sustainable, but your Monteros, your Yastrzemskis, your Tommy Fams, your Oliveras, while they're hot, pick them up, and they actually might reward you, and a lot of these guys have been right now. Mitch Garver, let's get back on track. Let's talk about Mitch Garver. He's been really good. He's been really good for quite a while now for the season. He's batting 284, nine home runs over the last month, four over the last couple of weeks. He's batting fourth in that lineup. He's playing every single day. He is somebody that's only on 51% of rosters. A lot of people have probably zoned out of baseball at this point of the year because there is just so much focus on fantasy football. I know a lot of this is based in the United States. Fantasy baseball, fantasy basketball, fantasy football, whatever. A lot of it is in the United States. Not to say there aren't people like myself who are in Canada or people who are in Europe or wherever else playing this, but it's pretty heavily focused, I think, concentrated in America. If I'm looking at my downloads of the podcast, generally about 80% of them, I haven't looked in a while at these numbers, but 75, 80% of them come from the U.S. That is where a big chunk of these people come from, where you guys come from, and Fantasy football is absolutely dominant. So a lot of people start to play fantasy football. A lot of people start to zone out from fantasy baseball. And then there are players and there are leagues that are just not picking up players where they should be, and therefore roster percentages tend to skew lower than they should. Mitch Garver is probably rostered in most leagues, most sensible leagues where he, you know, where he's available. Uh, he was probably picked up, but there are going to still be some of those leagues, those eight, those 10-team leagues, whatever, where you can pick him up. And I think you can advocate for him as a pickup in any format as a catcher right now. The shallowest of the shallowest of leagues. He's playing every single day. He gets in there at DH. He gets at bats. And he is somebody that is producing as well. Over the last month, we're talking nine home runs, a 274 average, 17 runs, 14 RBIs. He's got to be considered a, a fairly high-priority pickup right now, I would say, uh, if you're looking for a catcher. And even if you're just looking for, I think you can argue, even a utility spot guy, He's somebody that I think you can pick up and could give you pretty decent value uh, down the stretch here still in the middle of that lineup, which seems to be heating up. All you need to do is run into the Blue Jays when the time of year comes uh, where you need to be <laughs> successful, and that'll turn your fantasy season around. That'll turn your, your real-life season around as well. Uh, Mitch Garver and the whole Texas team, they've come to Toronto. They've taken three of the first four. They're playing again tonight. We'll see what happens. Uh, but they look pretty good. Him in the middle of that lineup looks pretty good as well, so he's somebody uh, that I would be taking a look at 
for sure. But that'll do it for us. Uh, just a quick show for you guys today. We're going to be back again tomorrow looking at weekend streamers. We're going to talk about all the starting pitchers that I'm going to be looking at for streaming over the weekend. If you guys have not been paying attention over the last few Fridays, you can go back and listen to these shows. I'll listen to these shows. We have been hitting on pretty much every pitching streamer that we have been highlighting. Uh, not every single one, but we're talking like 80 to 90% hit rate on my pitching streamers. So definitely make sure you guys are checking that out. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out at JoeOrico99 on Twitter, at EthosFantasyBB as well. We're posting daily content, like I said, over there. And make sure you guys are dropping a follow on that page and checking out sportsethos.com. Until tomorrow, guys, take care. Have a great night and cheers. Cheers.